everybody, and welcome into episode 17 of the We Like the Pain podcast, a show about the two most depressing teams in the NFL, and those would be the Jacksonville Jaguars and Houston Texans. As always, I'm your host, Oscar Barkas, and to our loyal listeners, I have some very exciting news. I got a call this week from the one and only Sam McFadden. What's up, guys? I'm back. And he's back! I'm back. Better than ever. We're back together. Oscar and Sam back on the podcast together as it was always meant to be. Um, Before we start, just a quick thank you to everyone who filled in for me in the last couple of weeks. It's been a while. I really appreciate you guys helping out with the podcast. It turned out really well while you were gone. Of course, it's better with me on it, but you guys did a good job. (laughs) Um, But yeah, let's hop right into it. Yeah, dude. I'm so excited. Sam called me like middle of the week last week. And uh, he's like, hey, first of all, before we start the call, I'm back on the podcast. Mm, I'm coming back. And I was like, I'm all the way back. Yes. And Let's he's here. Thing. Let's give the people what they want. And the the people want some quick questions. Sam. I'm ready for it. Am I going first or are yeah, you going you go first? first? All you right. All right. Hold on. Hold on. I'm unprepared. All right. My quick question for the week is, it's a mean one. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, it sure is. How the hell... Have the Texans screwed themselves out of a top two pick? They're so bad. Yeah. And they have four wins. Yeah. So going into the season, it was either us or the Lions as betting favorites to to end up yes. as the worst team in the league. Absolutely. And now we're at best the third worst. We're gonna have the the third overall pick. You guys best. aren't getting a top two pick. We no no. To get a top two pick, the Texans would have to lose out. And the Jaguars or the the Lions would have to win out, and neither. That's, that's not happening. happening. Both yeah. of those teams suck. So, and we were looking at it right before we got on here. If you look at the standings, the Texans are another one more win away from really dangerous territory. Really here. screwing ourselves because we're not. You know, top two pick would have been phenomenal because that means either Aiden Hutchinson or Kevin uh, Thibodeau. Yeah, which. <sighs> unless something else drastic happens but there's still like the third and fourth guys are uh kyle hamilton mm-hmm. and Derek stingley most likely mm-hmm. yeah and one of those two guys would still be great blue chipper on defense what we need yes yes but if we if we slide a little bit more then we're <laughs> then we've you, killed you get into really dangerous territory you get in the ter- to the territory of like it's a really high chance you miss on this um right like you said, I, Kyle Hamilton, fantastic. Derek Stingley has faltered a little bit, but he's fantastic talent. So you just, Texans, just lose. Just lose. It's so easy. Just do your job. You what, guys stink. What just everyone lose. wanted you to do from the, from the get-go. So the really sad thing is, you mentioned, we have four wins. You know how many wins we had last year with Deshaun Watson as our quarterback? Oh, I don't remember. Four. Four? Wow. Who? <laughs> yeah. That's unfortunate. That's really... How did we do this? We had one job, and last year Damn. we didn't even get to use the pick. Last year we traded it to the... Laramie Tunso, baby. Laramie Tunso. So, I really... Come on. Just lose out. Keep Make me happy. Have you guys given all your picks? Have all those picks happened? The Laramie Tunso trade? They're, Is that yeah, done? they're done. Okay, so we have free. We have all our picks from now on out. Let's <laughs> see if we keep it that way. You guys should trade them for a right tackle. <sighs> Yeah. Um, so, yes, we have screwed ourselves oh. out of a top two pick. 
We're playing the Niners this week. We'll get into that. And then we play the Titans. And we're for sure not losing to the Titans again. And I don't think... No, you for sure are losing to the Titans. Yes. 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 We for sure are losing to the... Yeah, I said we weren't going to... Okay. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Phrasing. We are not going to beat the Titans again. We're for sure going to lose to them. Yeah. And then Niners, we'll talk about, like I said, just lose. Just lose. I'm happy <laughs> with everything that we've looked like. We'll talk about the Chargers game. It's been a great end to the season in terms of projections forward. Yeah. Morale, all-time high right now on the Texans. The Texans, how many people were uh, missing from the Texans? Like 22. 20? 22. And you beat the Chargers, so congrats. That's a big win. However, <laughs> we had one goal. <laughs> and oh. if, if we don't end up with a top three pick, I will be devastated have you do we know if the season ended right now same same if you guys had the same as the jets yeah we have the tiebreaker over the jets because we have we've played a worse schedule okay and what about um the giants or the other no no oh yes giants you're right they they have the they'll be in five right now it's lions or jags lions Texans, Jets, Giants. Perfect. Okay. Good. What a what a five sum that is. A bunch of shitty teams. All right. My quick question for you. <clears throat> Sticking on the Texans. We'll talk about the Jags a lot later. You need to give your Urban Meyer takes. I will. I will. But do the Texans join the Jaguars and moving on from our coach in the first season? Do do we let go of David <laughs> Coley this offseason? David Coley it's it's okay. Do I think they'll move on? No, I think David Coley will be the head coach of the Texans next season. But it's very difficult to, for me to sit here and say that he's been great or or he's been bad. He's been good for right now because the Texans were going to suck no matter right. what. Great for morale. Right. Great for getting the most out of people who pro- on a lot of teams like this people don't want to try. Those pe- those Texans are out there trying. So sure I give him a ton of credit. He's great at that. But is David Coley? And it's impossible to tell because he doesn't have the talent to show it. No. But is he a good enough head coach to be worth anything? I'm going to answer that for you and say no. And that and and I'm like you just talked about, very happy with how the Texans' season has turned out. Right. He's been really good. It seems in terms of building the culture, mm-hmm. um, making the most out of talent, whatever. But he is a sixty. Five-year-old first-time head coach. Yeah, that tells me all that I need to know. He's he was never going to get a head coaching job at like the best position. That's why he's the head no, coach of the why Texans he's the right Texans now. Head coach. Um, and the reason he's going to be the Texans head coach next season is because the Texans are going to be bad next season. Right. They don't need a killer head coach no, right no, now. No, not and at they, all. They aren't going to bring in some some guy who they think is stellar. Right now, and and risk him getting upset because because the, the talent's not very good on the team. Yeah. So and risk the fans getting upset with him for no reason. Right. Like right if we right. were to bring in a, uh, I'm blanking on the Bills' offensive coordinator's oh. name, Brian Dable, Dable, or yeah. um, Eric Bieniemy, mm-hmm. or Kellen Moore, or yep. any of these rising young head coach prospects. Yeah. Um, I think that it would just be disappointing for everyone involved. I agree David Coley should get one more year. He's and the perfect sacrificial lamb. Perfect if sacrificial lamb. If things go bad, they cut ties. Yeah, Easy. No matter. problem. They don't yeah. care. Yeah. But if and on, along the way he's done what he's done, improve morale, 
get a couple of wins here and there, show some good football, great. Yeah. So no, I I'm I've been very happy with David Coley. And again, I I don't think that he's a very good NFL head coach, but what he is is a culture guy. Yeah. Um, very experienced guy. Again, yep. 65 years old. He's been in the league for like 40 seasons or something like that. <laughs> something crazy. Um, so I've been I've been happy with him. I just wanted to see what your uh, opinion on the matter was. We're on the same page on this one for sure. Um, as far as non NFL news stuff, we want to talk about. I didn't have a whole lot. It's college football bowl season, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna be honest. I've watched maybe like two quarters of I have not bowls. watched a lot. Bowls, bowl season is such bullshit, okay? It's, there are too many bowls. There are. Way too many yeah. that don't matter, yeah. okay? and Bowl the, season makes two people happy. The fans of the, of the teams in those games yep. and gamblers. Yes. And I'm neither one of those at the moment. <laughs> neither am I. And I, I mean, maybe I... I'm trying to think. Maybe okay. So I would watch the Andem game if they were playing. They're for not. sure. I would watch it and I would root for them. That'd be great. The rest of the bowl games, I don't care about. The only bowl games I care about are the college football playoffs. Yeah, the New Year's New Year's Six bowls. The New Year's I'll, Six. I'll, yeah, the New Year's Six. Yeah, to there we go. Even not the college football playoffs. The the games that matter. The are, games. Are the games. The on games New Year's. that I yeah I care about. So few of these bowls. Yeah. It's just it's such. Did you know garbage. that Houston and uh, Auburn played this morning? I did not. I didn't even know. Houston won, which is good, good for, for them. them. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah, hell yeah. Bad look for SEC, but good for them. Yeah, um, yeah. Bowl season, it's it sucks because okay, college football is awesome, and college football over college basketball all day, except nobody does it better than March Madness in any sport. In any sport, professional nobody does it better matter. than yeah. March Madness. Yeah. They end off the season so fantastic; it makes up for everything. Yeah. College football, the season is great. The yeah. season is great, and they ended off with garbage because they and refused to open up the And that's why I'm all for, and, and they're talking about it, a 12 or 16 team. It should be a lot. It should be big. It yeah. should be 16. Yeah. <clears throat> and just have them fired up for it. And if, and if like Alabama or someone wants to cry about it, they should be good enough to beat everyone. They so should. It should be fine. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, yeah that's, that's CFB is... <laughs> and right that's uh that's bowl season talk for yeah it's bowl so. season talk. <laughs> that's all we need to talk about <laughs> spurs i haven't talked to you about the spurs in a while it, i am it has been a minute yeah i'm exceedingly happy with how the season's progressed oh my goodness the beginning okay the first couple of weeks of the season were rough garbage they were but, bad but they were bad. i was still and and i was talking about it on the podcast i was still happy with how the season was turning out because i was like man the spurs could end up with a like a top five lottery. There pick. was a point in time where I was like, we could be a bottom five team in the yeah. league. And I was like, okay, but we got to lose. And then we weren't losing, and I was like, shit. But now... We look good. We're the 10th seed. We look good. Yeah. We're one game behind uh, the Mavericks. Shout out Wyatt Caldwell. <laughs> Josh Burrow. Yeah. We did lose to the Jazz last night, which was We expected. lost the, the low... They were... Depl- they didn't have their whole team, though. Neither not, did we, though. Yeah... But then Jose Murray is far and away our best player. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. I yeah. just yeah. We're we're looking good. We look I'm happy we, with we it. Look, our young talent maybe. We look so some much better. Also, every night I look at our box score and Jack Landell has like almost twenty points. Yes, sir. Every single night. Yes. Sir. And then I'm I'm looking through and I'm like, I don't remember him doing anything that crazy, and it's all just pass dunk. 
or right uh, out on the three-point line, <laughs> wide open, because no one thinks he can shoot. <laughs> no one, but in the words no of Jack Landale, he can shoot the piss out of it. Yeah. And so I <laughs> another shooter on the team. Oh. Did you know that Kelvin Johnson is top three in three-point percentage in the league right now? That's shocking. That's sh- shocking. Shocking. Um, but hell yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm excited yeah. for the Spurs. Um, so you're here. I'm saying it right now. We're the 10th seed right now. Okay. We're gonna end up in the plan. Okay. For sure. All right. I'm confident we can end up in the plan. Who's gonna knock us out? The Blazers. They look bad. They do look bad. I mean, and they're gonna start blowing the team up, in my opinion. They might. I, yeah. The Blazers aren't gonna. I think we end up with the top 10, and we may even mess around and win a game or two in the plan. Um, Scary. Yeah, so Mavericks, watch out because there's a new best team in Texas. <laughs> oh, and it's Spurs. Uh, they have Luka Doncic, and we do not have they Luka do. Doncic. They do. Um, I before we close out Spurs talk, I've been excited about Dejounte Murray all season. You mm-hmm. know this mm-hmm. since the since the get go. Mm-hmm. I think that he is making a case for the most improved player. Big time. Do you think he's making a case for the All Star team? We'd have to win. We'd have to. We'd have to end up in the plan for for that to happen. Uh, will Dejounte make an All Star team? No. Okay. Will he? Could he make a case for it? Like be up there and be like a. Oh, maybe he should have made it. Sure. He's not okay. gonna. Make, he won't make it though. Um, he's Does, he's a fringe guy at best. Yeah. And add that in with we're San Antonio. Right. It just doesn't add up right. to to yeah. a lot of luck. Um, one thing I will give you credit for, Oscar, is we had a discussion. Early, early in the season, maybe one game into the season, very, very early, maybe before the season even, where you said Dejounte Murray is worth more than Russell Westbrook on the basketball court. Okay. And I think you're right. I think you were right this season. (laughs) I will take credit. We talked about it then. Russell Westbrook is a top 75 player of all time. No no ifs, ands, or buts about it. This season, Dejounte Murray is worth more. Agreed. And also... He's like thirty million less, and is ten years younger. Yes, so uh, yeah. yeah, you were right, and I'll give you credit on that one. Hey, thank you. I, I appreciate that. Um, I think that's a good place to move on. Yeah, NFL news. It's been weird. Zach and I talked about COVID last week. Has been ravaging both NBA, NFL, every sport. Big that, time. NHL took a took a break completely. Yeah. They just Shut stopped down. the season. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, Adam Silver and Roger Goodell are just like keep churning out the games, mm-hmm. even with um, who started for the football team a couple weeks ago. Oh my goodness! Uh... Garrett Gilbert started yes. for the football team. Yes. Ian Book started for the Saints last night. Mm-hmm. Um, Looks bad. Looks really bad. <laughs> Speaking of. Notre Dame quarterbacks have now lost their last 24 NFL starts. Yeah, because Notre Dame can suck it, dude. I hate Notre Dame. <laughs> that makes me so happy. The last quarterback that came out of Notre Dame to win an NFL game was Brady Quinn, who is a bust. Yeah, oh, he was terrible. I Listen, I will fight anyone who wants to defend Notre Dame in their football program. You can suck it. They are terrible, and they should not get the recognition they get. Yep. Whew. Anyway. Um, other other thoughts. Uh, oh, I guess keeping on the COVID trend, Carson Wentz just got added to the COVID list today. He's unvaccinated, which means he's going to miss 10 days. Yeah. So he might make it back for next week's game. He's for sure out this game, 
which means right. Sam Ellinger starting. If Sam Ellinger's going to start. Okay, so the next week, even if Carson Wentz doesn't make it back, the Colts play the Jags next week. Okay. So, so they should be fine. Right. They should. I mean, they could just give the ball to Jonathan Taylor 40 times, yeah. not pass it once, and probably beat us. Um, this week, it's a little tougher. They're playing the Raiders, who I personally think are bad, but they continue to stay in the playoff picture i don't know how (laughs) How? their defense is playing well that's the only reason yeah and you know am i confident that sam ellinger can play well against a defense like that no 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 so probably a lot of jonathan taylor they get all of their offensive linemen back which is big which is huge i'm still taking the colts in this game though the colts are red hot and i they are red hot they just beat the cardinals and and frank reich can coach circles around the raiders yeah um, speaking, I mean, going back to the, the Texans job, potential job opportunity, I read an article this morning about potential job openings and there were like seven teams of which the Jags, Texans and Raiders were a part of. Yep. And <laughs> Bill Barnwell, who wrote the article, wrote a sentence that really made me laugh. He said that if the Raiders continue to hang on and they end up the seven seed, there's a good chance that they just hang on to Rich Bisakia as their head coach. I mean, <laughs> they've gone five and five under him. Is that good? It's not good. No, five hundred is, no, is worth nothing yeah. in this league. Yeah, they started off so hot. I remember after week three, we talked about they it. They the beat podcast. the Ravens after week three. They beat the Ravens. They were one of the only three and teams in the yep. league, and people were like, "The Raiders are good this year." They're going to be dangerous this year. They've had a lot of extenuating circumstances. I don't care. They're, they're flat out don't have that much talent I still on this don't, team. I still think that they'd be about where they were even if yeah. the scandals the had not The Raiders aren't allowed yeah. to be good. It's not so, how it works. I like your take. Even with Sam Ellinger, Colts could beat the Raiders. I'm, ta- I, I'm, I'm back in the Colts on this one. I had some Christmas Day thoughts. I watched both Christmas games all the way through. It was, it was a lot of fun. The Browns, man, they could have beat the Packers. They should have. They should have. If they had handled handed the ball to Nick Chubb three times in a row yep. on that final drive, they would have gotten into field goal range and beat the Packers. Not to mention, and I really don't like to harp on this because I am a believer that one call does not change the entire game. Right. But that last interception, I'm... That's pass interference. It was it was pass interference, but I've heard a lot of people talk about this, and I I am with their stance. Corners play like that pretty much every play. They they grab some jersey I pretty know. much every play. I know, but you can see in the video him grab jersey, pull Donovan People Jones, who it slows him down, propels uh, Rasul Douglas forward right to where the ball is. Yeah, yeah. Still, Definitionally pass interference. Still. I'm so I'm only really upset about it because if the Packers had lost, the Cowboys would have the one seed right now. Sure would, and would have the bye. Yeah. Um. So it kind of fucked us over. But again, I am on the side of one play like that does not should not decide the game. There's no reason for them to the even goal. be throwing in yeah. that situation. Baker already had three uh, three interceptions. Yeah. Nick Chubb had a speaking fantastic of, game. Just speaking of. Oh. Do the Browns move on from Baker this offseason? Should they? They're not going to... Uh, I can't say that. I was about to say they're not going to give him the money. But... 
There's two. There's two ways this happens. There's two ways it goes down. Either they give him way too much money, way too much, or they don't pay him. But they say goodbye to him. And well, well, if they don't pay him, he still has his fifth year option for next year, so he could play on the fifth year yeah. theoretically. It sucks though because the Browns are so talented. Yeah, their their receiving core is weak for sure. We keep. They are. They they should be. Man, they held Aaron Rodgers to twenty points. Yes. On Saturday. Yes, I agree. Their, their defense is really good, and they were and they were limited. They had a lot of people out with I COVID. And I just we've been saying it for like three years now that the Browns are the most complete team in the NFL. They're the most every time everyone that talks about They're it, right. they use the word complete. Most They're complete right. team. They aren't. They very much aren't. They can't be to not be in the playoffs right now. <laughs> oh my I want to see. They they're gonna miss the playoffs this year. So yeah, you in in our team draft going back. By the way, you're crushing me. And oh, yeah. I, I stopped keeping up, but you did draft the Browns with your third pick. God, so man. so you did think, but your next Got pick the was the Cowboys. So, so that was a big win. Cowboys. Uh, we'll talk about that more after the episode. Oh. The Browns should move on from Baker, and I've got a should. potential controversial hot take that we'll we'll talk about when the Texans when we talk about the Texans. Um he just gave me a look. <laughs> um <clears throat> speaking of the Texans, we play the Niners this week. Jimmy Garoppolo's injured, mm-hmm. which means Trey Lance is definitely gonna start. Mm-hmm. Kyle Shanahan said this about Trey Lance uh I think yesterday. This last month of Trey has been his first consecutive four weeks of practice since we've had him. He's had a number of good days, and he's had some bad days, like most guys do. But as far as consistency, I feel like this last month has been his best. That's not that great. What I would say is, why bother talking about this, Shanahan? Yes. this gives me no information. If he had been, if he'd gone out and, and, and said something really positive, that puts a lot of pressure on them against the Texans this yeah. week. They're going to beat the Texans anyway. If okay, said, no, this is the right time. This is the right time to get into it now because I have a, I have a take on this game. The Texans are going to win this game. God, I, my I, thinking I is this. Really hope my not. My thinking is this: the Texans refuse to do what they're supposed to. That's point number one. They're supposed to lose. They refuse to do that. Sure do. Secondly, the 49ers are in the fringe of the playoffs. Yeah, it's still up in the air whether they're going to make it or not. But they're. I mean, they they definitely could. So. They're going to lose to the Texans, and it's going to screw this whole thing up. And everyone's going to be like, how could you pop? Can you not Can you not see the headline on Monday, the fuck it, The people on GetUp going, how did they do this? How did the 49ers blow it against the Texans? Well, that's what they did about the Chargers. Exactly. So um, I think it's happening again. That would mean a three-game win streak that for the would. Texans. That would, and that would be our first three-game win streak since... Uh, two, two seasons ago, 2019. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, so that's my take. Anyway, I, re- anyway, I think <laughs> that the, the 49ers are going to beat us. Our run defense is shit. So bad. And they've got a great running football team, especially mm. with Trey Lance at the helm. And they get to unleash... The Texans don't have any game tape on Trey Lance. No. He, he had one game, and I'm yeah. sure their offense has changed a bunch. So If I, they're, if I they're think, smart, they literally just run it. With Trey, with Debo, with any of their running backs, they just run the ball and never put the ball in the air. And they, even if they did, I, I'm not too worried about them at the Texans passing defense either. If, if you're the 49ers, what's the way you're going to lose the Texans? Turnovers. It's turnovers. Yeah. Which, is how the, which is how the Chargers lost Exactly, the exactly. So, 
And how the Titans lost to the Texans. Um, <clears throat> so the only team that we beat without turnovers being the main problem is the Jaguars. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think you're right. Why even make a quote about it? If it's yeah. super positive, then it puts a lot of pressure. If it's a quote like this where it's like there's no information, then everyone's like, why even make a quote? He's been good. He's been bad. Okay. We'll see. You know, just shut up. I don't Coach care. Coach speak. Um, one, well, one more thing, though. Okay. Let's talk about the Cowboys for a second. Well, actually, yeah, let's do Cowboys first. We had a, we have a very exciting thing to talk about but before we move into Texans-Jags. Let's talk about Cowboys. Let's talk about Cowboys for a second. They're my babies. They are. They, They're making you regret becoming a Jags fan. <laughs> they slaughtered <laughs> the football team. Yeah, that was on live television. What was it, 42 points by halftime? Yes. Slaughtered them. Yeah. Not even close. No. There's a couple of things here. One, I'm terrified because we have not beaten a good team recently. We're playing yeah. the Cardinals next week yeah. or this week, so that'll be a good test before we get It'll to the playoffs. Will be a great test. But we have not we have not really played anyone good recently. Yeah. But let's talk about one of the things we need to talk about is Micah Parsons and Trayvon Diggs because the Cowboys' defense has sucked for so long. So long. And here we are. We found ourselves in a place where we have two guys on rookie contracts that are in the we'll conversation. Be we'll be all pros. Oh, they'll be all pros, both, no both question. We'll be all pros. No question. But they're in the conversation for defensive, for defensive player of the year. Yeah. One of them being a rookie. Yeah. So Michael Parsons had defensive rookie in the year of the year locked in by like week ten. Oh, easy. It was, yeah. It if was, that. I mean, it was far and away. That was the only award that was locked in. When that happened, I may have asked this on the podcast because Wyatt and I have talked about it a bunch. I said, screwed rookie of the year. Is he a defensive player of right. the year? Um, and he is. I'm not saying he's gonna I'm not saying he should win the I'm saying he's a he is in the conversation and he should be. I think after this last week he should win. If I mean, if he closes out the season how he played last week, he should win the award. He's not gonna have as many sacks as Miles Garrett or TJ Watt. No. Uh, he has as many sacks as Aaron Donald. And he's a he's a linebacker. linebacker. He's he's rushing the passer significantly like, less like than 50 those guys. Of the significantly place. less yeah. than those guys. And he's putting up crazy numbers. And I agree with you. I think I think he should I think I think he should win it. And I especially if he finishes strong in these last two games, I don't know why he wouldn't. Yeah. Um it's gonna go to Miles Garrett. And Do you think so? I, I mean, I think it's going to go to Miles Garrett because he's been like on the fringe for the cup. We see this with all sorts of awards. Guys get in the top three like four years in a row, and they're like, okay, we'll give it to him. Okay, It happens, and it's ridiculous. Here's another point, though, against him, and it's one that I don't really like making because wins should not matter that much. But the the Browns aren't haven't been that crazy. They held Aaron Rodgers to 20 points. The defense has been good, but it hasn't been nutso. Yeah, yeah. Miles Garrett is has been playing phenomenally. Phenomenal. But he's not breaking games. Micah is breaking games. Micah is breaking yeah. games. Yeah. He changes. He is. There have been three or four games this season where he has literally single-handedly changed the momentum of games. Yeah. And I think that's big time. And I Tra- do. as far as Trayvon Diggs go goes, I don't think he should win the defensive player. I don't. He can be in the conversation, but, he should but be I there. would pick. 
I would still pick Miles Garrett and TJ Watt and probably Donald. I would agree. Over um, it's nuts. He should he be a top five picks. guy though. He it's nuts that he has eleven picks. That is yeah. ridiculous. When the first play of the game, the Washington game, was a deep throw to Terry McLaurin and Trevon Diggs. It looked like Trevon Diggs was the receiver. Yeah. He is so good. Um, I. He deserves to get that recognition. Though. Yes. He deserves to be up there. This is the type of season that that solidifies a guy like that he's going to be a top corner for a while now and you know i cannot believe that the cowboys have two guys like this two guys who are on rookie deals who will be all pros this season which means that they are on hall of fame trajectories yes when when you have a first and a second year player making the all pro team that makes them on the hall of fame in case you're wondering the last uh, rookies don't win defensive player of the year it doesn't happen okay yeah last time was lawrence taylor he's the only one to do it and he's the he's, best defensive player he's the of best all time. defensive player of all time michael parsons <laughs> is not lawrence taylor taylor he'll be the first one to tell you that pump the brakes on that but it's worth noting uh, i and, think i think he should win and i'm not even a cowboys fan like the, i uh, the cowboys are good man I'm they're, not they're so good yeah speaking of how many teams would you pick over Dallas to win the Super Bowl at the moment? Pick over. How many teams would I feel more comfortable putting money on right now? Let's just name them out: Chiefs, Chiefs, uh, Packers, Packers, Buccaneers. Yeah, it's Tom Brady. Uh, yeah, I don't know, they've, man. They've had a lot of injuries. Brady's had right. some. Brady's had some down games recently. Um, they've had injuries to their wide receivers. Gronk is older. He has not been as as good this year right. than he was last year. Okay, so and so, their defense is significantly worse than it was so, last year. So, so Bucks and Cowboys may be on the same plane. Yes, I'm not giving okay. Bucks the edge. Okay, mind. so that's Chiefs and Packers. Uh, that's it. That's it. Okay. And I'm and I'm iffy on Packers, dude. Really? Yeah, I'm iffy on it. I'd say I'd say those are the two teams that I would put for sure about the, above the Cowboys. Then three can be tied between Cowboys, Bills. Bucks. That might be That's it. it. That's it. Yeah. Um, and you know, like if we're talking Packers Cowboys, which is a a matchup I don't want to see. No. I don't want to see it because they we get screwed over every time. But I think we have a better defense than they do. What happens when Zadarius Smith and Jerry Alexander come back though? Because they will come back. They will come back. It's, I, they're going on a playoff run. I agree. I agree, and that's that defense gets if, better. If we're talking about Cowboys right now versus Packers right now, I think I'd t- I'd take the Cowboys yes. first. But they get Bakhtiari back, mm-hmm. they get Jair Alexander back, and they get Zadarius Smith back, and those are three All Pro level players. Those are big time. So I think that I'd still put the Packers over the Cowboys for the as far as Super Bowl contenders go. Yeah. But but if someone had told you that the Cowboys were going to be the third. Like we were gonna sit here and pick the Cowboys to be the third favorite to win the Super Bowl. I told you you were crazy. Well, your mom said that the Cowboys would win the Super my, Bowl before the my season mother, started. Right? Kelly McFadden said the Cowboys would would win the Super Bowl this year. She did say that, so take that to the bank. Yeah, it's still <clears throat> still looking that was still looking good God, for they're Kelly. Good, they're so good. Here's the deal: if you want to put Cowboys three, that's fine. They could beat anyone in the NFL. Yes. They, they could, could they could win one game against and the Packers, that's, and that's they could all win you need one game to be, against the Chiefs, and that's all you need. That's all you need to be a, a Super Bowl contender. Last bit, I I, I gave a little uh, 
I don't know. I, I predicted this. No, I didn't predict this. I talked about this before we talked about the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Exciting news. Sunday was Thick Six Day. We had four offensive linemen score touchdowns. It was Thick Six Day. I Listen, the world is better when big men are carrying the ball into the end zone. Seeing the joy on their faces... Seeing the joy on the entire team, yeah, everyone loves like, it. The joy in the stadium. There's not a single person that sees a big man get a touchdown and is upset about it. So the Jags one was crazy because it wasn't even a designed play. Trevor was yeah. running the ball in, fumbled, offensive lineman jumped on it. It was a it was a re- reserve lineman too. Yeah. Like he was starting spot start. Mm-hmm. The Jets, touchdown. Eagles, and Cowboys touchdowns were all designed plays. Yes, they had the offensive lineman running out for the touchdown and the jet the cowboys and eagles touchdowns terrence Steele scored for the cowboys yep. and uh lane lane johnson. johnson scored for the eagles yep those were phenomenal they were wide open oh yeah the guy on the jets it was a broken play zach wilson was running around and can i talk about a snag he for reached real. out it was like a it was a He's, that was a wide receiver catch. It was a, wide it was receiver a showtime catch. catch, and it was incredible. And so, the battle of the thick boys was Jags Jets because they played each other. Yeah, both had big man touchdowns. Here's the deal: we're about to go into the playoffs. Sure are. A lot of plays, a lot of trickery goes down is infamous in the playoffs. The oh, yeah. one that comes to mind is the Philly, Philly special. special, of course. The playoffs is the time to be pulling that stuff out. Yeah. Pull it all the stops. I want and to I see. And I think that's why the Cowboys tested get, it out this yes, week. Yes, absolutely. Up 42 get or whatever. creative with yeah. it in the playoffs. Yeah. That's when you need it. Do stuff that people aren't seeing you do. Speaking right of, now. we need more Cedric Wilson at quarterback in the Cowboys. For the Cowboys. I agree. We're in the playoffs for He's the Cowboys. Because he, he has perfect passer rating mm-hmm. in his career. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Pull out all the stops. All the stops. If we're going to lose a playoff game... I want to lose it saying we literally emptied Gave the everything we got. Empty the playbook. Yeah. And the Cowboys, I feel comfortable because Kellen Moore cannot say enough good things about him offensively. <sighs> so, I, you know, let's see. Let's yeah. see what happens. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> moving on. Yeah. Texans-Jags. Talked about it <laughs> The Texans beat the Chargers 41-29. to <laughs> Big win. Big Man, win. I watched the whole game with my dad. It was phenomenal. We um, illegally streamed the game because <laughs> we were not going to get it in in Dallas. Yep. My dad was asking, so what's all this business about? Is this illegal? And I was like, no, no don't fine. worry about no. it. <laughs> As I'm like skipping through ads. Clicking on my, through the, yeah. like 10 ads. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's all right. We all do but it. But it was phenomenal. It was it was so fun to watch. Davis Mills looked good. Mm-hmm. Our defense looked good. Sure, awful day out of the Chargers, and that's that's what the majority of talk about this game should be about. But as a Texans fan, man, I'm happy. Davis Mills looked fantastic. Yeah, Rex Burkhead <laughs> just. <laughs> Had the game of his life. Of his career, yeah. He, he had 13 touchdowns going into today. Had two more. Mm-hmm. Added two more to the t- total. Yeah. Also added 150 rushing yards. Shouldn't have happened. Kudos to anyone who played Rex Burkhead. 
in fantasy. In fantasy. Yeah, I don't think anyone did. It was the playoffs, but Texans are putting the league on notice. <laughs> sure. Super Bowl twenty twenty two. Or twenty twenty three. I'm calling it right now. Calling it. Um, but the Chargers suck. They suck so bad. I don't get it, man. Every year, I don't get it. they are cursed. They have to every, be. That's the only explanation. I'm past that. I'm past that. No, it's their fault. It is one hundred percent their fault. They are like the Browns. We keep talking about how the Browns are so complete. The Chargers every year, they got a great team. They got a lot of talent on both sides of that ball. They, they can't win games. Yeah. They shoot themselves in the foot every time. And sure, Derwin James was out. Mike Williams was out. A bunch of their top guys were out. The Texans had 22 players on the COVID list. You take my, you take Mike Williams, Derwin James, and Joey Bosa out of the game. Those are three of their best players. Yeah. They don't lose. They, they still are supposed to beat the Texans by yeah. six. Yeah. Unacceptable. I don't want to see the Chargers anywhere near the playoffs. I still think they're going to make it. I don't make it, and I don't want. To, I will be actively rooting against them. Man, they should I lose. Love Justin they Herbert. Do, I do too. They deserve to lose uh, until they I'll, can prove to me that they're not going to squander all this talent they've had for years. Yeah. They deserve to lose. So I am right here, right now, saying Sam McFadden no longer a Chargers fan. Been a Chargers. I've been Chargers have been one of the teams I like for for years now. I am not rooting for them. They don't deserve it. Miss the playoffs. Okay. Um, Davis Mills and Justin Herbert, I was trying to look it up, had the almost identical stat lines at halftime. Yeah. Uh, Davis Mills was like 12 for 14 with 150 yards, a touchdown, and, a t- and maybe two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. One touchdown. Justin Herbert was 11 for 12 with 150 yards, a touchdown, and a pick. So who's better is what my question Davis Mills, is. no question. <laughs> yeah. All right, here's the deal. The Chargers, to make the playoffs, right now they're sitting as, as the ninth seed. they got to be seven. Oh, to okay, yeah. we got Miami at seven, Baltimore at eight, Chargers at nine, all eight. Oh, and Las Vegas at ten, all eight wins. Yeah. Okay, all tight. The Chargers have Broncos, then the Raiders to finish it off. Okay? So uh, technically the, the their playoff destiny is pretty much in their hands. Well, okay, so they're third of the tied teams. They need other people oh, to lose. Oh, so they do need They need, lo- they need Miami and, and Baltimore to lose. Oh. Um, Dolphins play the Titans and the okay. Patriots, so they'll probably lose. Probably. Who do the Ravens play? The That's Ravens, the big question. The Rams and the Steelers. So the the in order for the Chargers to become the seventh seed, I, I think we can take the Dolphins out of the question even though they have won eight games if in they a row, win one of those games if they can won beat the, seven games if they can beat the patriots or um who's the other team the, the patriots or the titans, titans. If they can if they can pull out a win there they could totally make it yeah because baltimore those are tough teams i lose to the rams yeah and then chargers have to play las vegas and denver denver and las vegas has to play chargers and the colts so i think <laughs> I would still pick the Chargers to be the seventh seed, but really, who they knows? Should, they don't deserve it. They shouldn't be allowed. Screw the Chargers. Um, so we talked about Davis Mills. Lots of jokes. He played out of his mind. Yep. I'm so happy with him to be our third-round pick. Like He is a good third-round pick. No matter what happens the rest of his career, he is now a good third-round pick. Tell me what you think they should do with the quarterback situation going into the next year. He's our starter next year. He's our starter next okay. year for sure. You think you take a quarterback in this draft? We should not. No. 
Because our first-round pick is too high to take a shot on any of the first-round quarterbacks. I don't think any of them are worthy of being the third or fifth overall pick, whatever. Okay. I've talked about it on the podcast. I've talked about it off the podcast. I think he has put us in the perfect situation. We don't have to worry about quarterback this offseason. Don't even have to draft one. Okay. He's our quarterback next year. Doesn't even matter if he's that good. If he is good... Then great. great, he's our he's our he is our future. Mm-hmm. If he's bad, that puts us back at the top of the draft, yep. where Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud and um, there's a third guy. There, it's a phenomenal loaded quarterback mm-hmm. class the following year. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's I yeah. think the Texans have found ourselves what, in a um, great situation. What was the take you you were talking? We were talking about Baker Mayfield. Okay. What, so what's this about? You gave your Niners hot take. Niners are going to lose to the Texans. Yeah. I'm going to give a far hotter take. Mm-hmm. I want to hear you say it. It's hard to talk about Deshaun Watson when nothing has been cleared. Mm-hmm. There's he is still being charged with 22 uh, counts of s- sexual assault. Yep. <laughs> it's hard to talk about that. If. There is going to be trade interest for him this offseason. Yes. If the Browns don't make the playoffs, they're not riding forward with Baker Mayfield at quarterback. And they won't. They they can't. <laughs> they can't. They literally cannot. There's no way they could justify that. But their roster's too good. They're not gonna they're gonna end up probably in the like ten to fifteen pick range. So maybe they draft a guy there. Maybe. I think that their roster's too good right now. That they find themselves in the the veteran sweepstakes. What if the Texans pull a Lions and do the Deshaun Watson for Baker Mayfield and two first round picks type of deal? I want to hear you say, "I want Baker Mayfield on the Texans." It doesn't even matter. We can flip him. Davis Mills is our quarterback next year. Who's gonna Who's gonna trade for Baker Mayfield? It doesn't matter. Nobody. Yeah, nobody. Whatever. Doesn't matter. But Davis Mills is our quarterback next year. Mm. I it's mean, more about eating the money. Let me ask from you the this: Browns. Would you rather would you rather send him to the Browns for two first round picks and Baker Mayfield, or send him over to the Dolphins for Tua? Oh, I don't I don't want Tua. Really? I've seen enough. Tua has the highest completion percentage out of any quarterback. Through he does, he does. Like the first two. And seasons. you know what? I'm not going to say I don't want Tua. I listen. I'm gonna, if I'm you're, be... <laughs> I I cannot. I I think it's ridiculous to say I want to trade the Browns for two firsts and Baker instead of trade the Dolphins for two and two firsts. But if if you're saying two is good enough, I mean he, they've won eight in a row. Do you think they'll still trade for Deshaun Watson? Yes. Okay. Well, yeah. I I'm not gonna again. Deshaun Watson's tough to talk about. He will not be a Texan next year. Hopefully no. that means that we got some value out of him. Yeah. There's a good chance that means. He is not in the NFL anymore. But yeah. if we do get some value out of him, I'm going to be happy, whatever it is. I think that yeah, that's... Because right now he's worth nothing. Yeah. Um, and then the last thing I want to talk about with the Texans before we move on. Simone Biles' boyfriend plays for the Texans, mm-hmm. which is my favorite way to introduce him. Jonathan Owens. Great, great player. He had, mm-hmm. he had his first career interception yep. and had a fumble recovery on Sunday. Big day. Huge day. He was a practice squad guy this year. He's been cut from multiple teams. Yep. I'm happy for him. He will be on the Texans next year for sure. Yeah. We 
We don't have enough talent who, to not who's, resign him. Yeah. Who, yeah. Where, who, what, pe- what players are flocking to the yeah. Texans right now? Nobody. Right. And his girlfriend lives in Houston. And Simone Biles is going to be at Texans games next year. And that's so cool. She was at the game against she the Chargers. She was at the game. I did see that, yeah. Um, yeah, that's big time. And good, good on him for dating Simone Biles. It's a big, oh, yeah. it's a big step up Oh yeah, uh, for a practice squad guy in the NFL. Um, and the best part is, on every single broadcast of the Texans, as long as he's on the team, the announcers have one bit of content. They get to say, and they did it on Sunday, you may know his girlfriend, Simone Biles. It's like, yeah, I know you the greatest, greatest jo- gymnast of all time. If Jonathan Owens turns into like an all-pro player, right? Uh-huh. We would hear about Simone Biles like eight times every single Sunday. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's and time. I love it. I love it. Um, on to the Jaguars Jets game. Yeah, let's talk about your your, um, your good old team. Here's the deal: we suck. I want the first pick, obviously. They, the Jets tried everything in their power to give us that win. Sure did. And thank God for Daryl Bevel, Brian Schottenheimer, for being so bad at their jobs. What the hell was that last goal line sequence? Oh, boy. Y'all ended up... We should have won that game. It was like first down from the eight. Yep. Or no, no. Yes, first down from the eight. Trevor throws what should have been a pick right there to yep. end it. And it somehow snuck through to Marvin Jones or Laquan Treadwell or something like that. Mm, yeah. Catches it, gets down on the two-yard line. Second and goal from the two. With time, with enough time. With enough time. They, they decided to spike the ball. Yep. What was that all about? I don't know, but I'm happy they did it because who oh, and then who oh, wasted wasted down. Actually, sorry. So it was second and second goal. Trevor almost throws the pick. It's third and goal. So yes. it's even worse. Why yeah, spike yeah. the ball? You have two plays with like 25 seconds yeah. left. So wasted it down. Then it's, it's fourth, fourth. And they, they didn't even it. have a good play to call. It was a bad play. And everyone was lining up like, what do I do? What do I do? And then they hike it and the game's over. They hike it. Flag called. I'm I'm losing my shit because I think it's on the Jets, and I'm like, oh my god, they're gonna give it to us, and it's, a, it's on the Jaguars. <laughs> Lost it down. Their ball. We lose. Thank God. So Daryl Bevel, Brian Schottenheimer, Schottenheimer. Yes. Yeah. Uh, are my goats for the week? They're my boys, and the Jaguars. And not because they were particularly good. No, at they're, jobs. they suck at their job. They shouldn't be here next year. Um, we should do. We should get rid of anyone who is around Urban Meyer. Um, which honestly, you know what? I'll do it right now. I'll take this second to talk about Urban because I yeah, haven't been on this it. podcast in a while. Urban Meyer, terrible person, terrible coach. God, man, oh talk about just God. completely screwing himself oh for the rest of his God. life. Here's the deal: he's gonna be coaching high school somewhere or a smaller, a college. small college. Yeah, he'll coach somewhere, but. Yeah. So bad. It took. It's a. It's embarrassing for the Jaguars that he was with the team for so long, um, and I think that the only thing to do now is to excise anyone who was hired with him around him from the team. Balky, our GM, 
Schottenheimer and Daryl Bevel they're going to be gone. gone anyway. Yeah, fully new staff should be Clean brought sweep. in. Clean sweep. Clean sweep. It's appalling the stuff that he got away with while he was here. It's ridiculous. Here's my here's the biggest thing. Urban Meyer is who he is, yeah. and I guarantee you, he's always like that. For sure, behind closed doors. For sure, and we hired him anyway. Yeah. People in football know that this is what Urban Meyer's like. It's not yes. like he was different when he was coaching eighteen-year-olds. He's probably no. worse. Yeah. People knew this about him, and he still got uh, the head one of one of the best head coaching jobs coming into this season. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence. That's atrocious. Yeah, that's atrocious. Um, so the Jags should be ashamed of themselves. That obviously did not work. Hire hire someone to be excited about, please. Don't get funky with it. Don't get funky. With, don't hire a college coach. No. Just hire someone who's good at their job. Yes. And bring him in and let him let him help Trevor and the team. Just. I talked about absurd. it last week. I. I don't think that this is the case, but I really hope that Urban didn't ruin Trevor for the rest of his career. But I don't think he did. I don't, I don't think he did. The thing that makes me say that is that Trevor clearly has a ton of issues with Urban Meyer. Yes. And, and so he, I don't think he took anything Urban Meyer taught him. To heart or anything like that. Yep. I think he is. I think, so I think the Jags smart. should do what they should have done last year and bring in the hot offensive coordinator, hot young offensive coordinator. Sure, Kellen Moore. Should, they should bring in Kellen Moore. Sure, I would love Kellen that. Kellen Moore. That would make my life if yeah. they brought Kellen Moore in. Because I and, and it's not even. I think that going into last year's coaching cycle, they were like, we don't want to do that because we want an experienced head coach that can help establish a lot of young talent on the team. Well, that was the worst move possible. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is obviously a pro. He is he's great. He's a leader. He has helped the team through this entire Urban Meyer debacle. Yeah, I love I, I love Trevor. I still think he's fantastic. He does not need a leader head coach. He needs a head coach that can use the absolute best of his abilities. Yeah, bring in Kellen Moore. Yeah, if Kellen Moore, if the Cowboys going to do the wrong thing and not hire him as the next head coach after. Here's what should happen. Cowboys win Super Bowl. They fire Mike McCarthy. They hire Kellen Moore. It's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. I get it. Mike McCarthy's going to be there next year. It sucks. Whatever. Instead, Jaguars should hire Kellen Moore. He could stay with one of my teams. I like that guy. Makes Sam happy. But uh, anyway, back to the Jags-Jets game. The other thing, I I will say this about Daryl Bevel. He's getting people in there to play. To yeah, play Andre Sisko's Andre finally Sisko. playing game. I'm finally playing games. What do you know? Yeah. He can play football. Um, yeah. Had a phenomenal game. By Love the way. to see it. Yeah. Love to see it. He should have much more Blocked a field goal. Yeah. Blocked an extra point. And then also, COVID is tough because Josh Allen didn't play. Yeah. Any Jaguars game where Josh Allen isn't on the field, it's hard to watch sometimes. Sure is. Love that. Josh name. Allen is your most talented defender. He's I so good. He's our most talented yeah. player. Yeah. So. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence. At, at right now, okay. Josh okay. Allen is better. Trevor Lawrence should be better, but right now, has had a tough year. You're Josh right. Josh Allen is phenomenal. Um, yeah, what do you what do you got for us? Okay, first starting out the game, <laughs> this was the number one overall pick versus the number two overall pick, mm-hmm. and no one gave a single shit. No one cared. No one cared. At I didn't all. even care that much, except to see us lose. <laughs> no one cared at all. How does <laughs> usually? Like, in almost any other year, everyone's like, oh my god, mm-hmm. it's the number one versus number two. 
But the, right now it's like, oh, it's Jags Jets. I don't need to watch yeah. that. Well, everyone's just done with the Jags. Yeah. And the Jets, everyone's been done with the Jets since like week one. Yeah. So, you know, no matchup in that game could have gotten anyone excited. And I yeah. think that was well-deserved by both franchises. Well-deserved by both teams. Ugh. I will say, you, you're right. I was done with the Jets early, early, early. Both because I didn't think that Zach Wilson should have gone number two. I was very disappointed by their coaching staff. Because I like Robert Sala and uh, Mike LaFleur. Yep. This game, even though they should have lost, they, they gave the Jags every opportunity to lose this game. Was one of their most complete that I've seen. Oh yeah, Mike Lafleur called a hell of an offensive scheme. Yeah, I mean it is the Jags, right? Anyone can look good against the Jags, except for the Bills. <laughs> except for the Bills. But Zach Wilson finally showed some some positive light. I, there were takes a couple weeks ago that the Jags or the Jets should cut ties after year one, which is so stupid. Which is crazy. So stupid. You take a quarterback in the first. First fifteen picks, do not get rid of him after one year. No, <laughs> just no. You're you're already bad. Just just write it out. Write it out for two See. years. Yeah, um, but Zach Wilson got some wheels, fifty-two yards worth. So that was not completely, not even close to on him. Uh, there were two Jaguars that whiffed on tackles. It looked like Zach Wilson. He got the first down and was trying to go to out of bounds. Yeah, and then. <laughs> And then, and then we just <laughs> just could not make a tackle. Are the Jaguars? He, it sucks. His so. fifty-two yard touchdown run was the longest by a quarterback since Marcus Mariota had that eighty-seven. Oh, yarder, I remember that. Oh, which that was, was which play. was a really fun play. But that was a lot of fun to see Zach Wilson turn turn his wheels on. Turn him around, maybe. On the drive that should have won them the game. Yeah, he. Ran for another twenty, got them into the ten yard line, inside the ten yard line. I'm not, I don't remember exactly what happened, but it, it looks like he's got some running speed. Take the game into into your own hands if you have to, Zach. I like to see it. We I watched w- Trevor do listen, it. Listen, Trevor does it. A I would lot. love to see Zach Wilson succeed. I would love to see the ah, Jets the be Jets. good. Come on, be I good. I would love for to once. see it. Bring it on. You know the team that did it. The team that did it last was the Browns, and I'm over the Browns now. Yeah. So get them, let them suck for another 45 years. It's Jets time. Bring on baby. the Jets. Bring yeah. on the Jags. And heck, if the Texans want to come along, let's go. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey. So let's, thanks. Let's see some new blood. Let's see some new blood. I like that. Um, more Jag stuff. Back to back weeks, giving up a kick six. That's tough. I didn't. It's I didn't, a bad look. I didn't look because I I noticed that on my own. I didn't look to see. I'm sure that's the first time that's happened in a while. It has to be. It has it's to so be. rare. Yeah, it has to be. Um, so that's tough. Trevor Lawrence had maybe his worst play of the season in this game. Yeah. Bad snap is trying to make a play, trying to get to the outside and find someone downfield can't get to the outside so he just keeps running backwards he ran backwards like a good 10 yards and then one of the jets defenders came in poked the ball out fumble they go down and score a touchdown right so he's still a rookie so that's uh, yeah he's so he's there's he's got some growing pains to go through for sure and you know i think some people thought when he came into the league that he was just gonna light it on fire um because he was so hyped up coming in the league but I'm not worried about. It. I still, I, 
I personally still think there's a good chance that he could be the best quarterback in this draft class. I still think that there's a good chance that in five years he's one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Yeah. I, there's a lot of talk about Mac Jones, and Mac Jones has surprised the hell out of me this year. He really has. But, listen, I, I, will, take, I will take my victory lap on this one because people talked about the Patriots when they were on their winning streak as if they were, like, Super Bowl favorites. Why did people think that oh. they were a betting favorite? Oh. They were they were one of the top five and I, teams. And I kept on. I had these conversations with so many people. I was like, I don't believe in the Pats. The Pats. I don't think I they're a su- I do not think they're a Super Bowl contender. They're, I think they'll be in the playoffs and they'll be dangerous. But they will be a dangerous playoff team. They they will most likely win a game in the playoffs. But I don't believe in the Patriots. No. And I in Mac Jones as as much as he surprised me this season is the main reason. He has that. not shown me. Enough to be like, oh my god, this guy's gonna be incredible for years. You know what I mean? So yeah. I, I think the Trevor Pats, still has a great chance to be the best quarterback in this draft I class. Agree. Um, Mac Jones, I'm, I listen. I like Mac Jones. Yeah, he's good, and yeah. he's gonna hopefully he gets better. But he's got a long way to go before we need to be talking like we are about him. The Patriots Bills game was the perfect example when you have a team that can't get down because the Patriots are a team that as soon as they are down points to the yeah. opposing team they're going to lose that game. When yeah. you have a team like that, it is on the on the quarterback. And sure, it, they're not calling, I mean, his average depth of target was like negative yards for a lot of that game against the yeah. Bills. So it's it's a lot on um why can't I think of their offensive coordinator? Josh McDaniels, yeah. a lot on his game plan because they're trying to save Mac Jones. They're, they're trying to make sure he doesn't make a complete fool out of himself. The Texans did that for weeks and weeks and weeks with Davis Mills. Finally, we're like, fuck it. Just let him throw the ball. And he had two 40-yard passes on the same drive. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I Mac is good. He's got a long way to go. Trevor is great. I, I still think that he is one of the league's best talents. I've listen, I've seen enough this season from Trevor to be to be very excited about him. We just need the organization itself to be better, which is a lot to ask. It is a lot to ask. They, the, the Jaguars organization is a tra- it sucks. Probably I, maybe the worst. It's in culture wise for, for the last like 5 years. Oh, easy. Easy. Um yeah. So Long way to go. And we'll talk about coaching in a second. The last thing that I want to talk about, God, I feel bad for James Robinson. What a turn of events. Was the first undrafted rookie running back to rush for 1,000 yards. Yep. Insane. Was a fantasy darling last year. Yep. Then, Urban Meyer. It's a tough season. First of all, they draft Travis Etienne. And it's like, what are you doing? Which, maybe Trevor asked for that. He maybe. May, he may have. He but, may have. But I have a feeling a lot of that had to do with Urban and Trembalfi. Yeah. And But then then uh, ETN gets injured, and we get a full season of uh, Robinson by himself again. Starts the season again on a tear. Then Urban Meyer's like, no, I want to watch my guy, Carlos Hyde, run the ball a bunch. The, the Urban Meyer, James Robinson stuff is ridiculous. 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 One, of, one of the most atrocious things. If you haven't heard about it or like looked I've into talked it. About it on the oh, okay, good, 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 good. Um it's a it's absurd. Absurd. Then Urban Meyer's like go. Last week, James Robinson tears it up against the Texans. Looks right. pretty good. Thinking, all right, he's gonna end the season great. 
sure, Travis Etienne will look will be back next year, but he's shown enough. He tore his Achilles this week, and I, I just feel so bad for the guy because it's a long road back from a, from an Achilles tear. Yeah. It's a long road back. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to say. But to say. this does open up the path for Travis Etienne to be the Jaguars starting running back. He will be the Jaguars starting running back at the beginning of next season. Yeah. Uh, opens up the path for him to be in, entrench himself as as the guy. It's so sad. James Robinson deserves better. And you know, we want, we just watched Cam Akers come back in six months, five months from an Achilles tear. So hopefully he can have one of those types of recoveries, and hopefully he's a guy that we see in the NFL for a long time because he deserves to be. I just feel so bad. What what a dreadful season for him. I just looked it up real quick to remind myself. We took Travis Etienne at 25 first round last year. Greg Newsom went right after that. Tough. Pretty good player. Rashad Bateman right after that. Tough. We don't. I mean, wide receiver is not our biggest need, but we could use a Rashad Bateman. Eric Stokes. Eric has Stokes has been great for the Packers. Really good. And Greg Rousseau has been really good for the Bills. Oh, so and Tyson Campbell we took at first pick and second round he has been eh and Christian Barmore was taking a couple of picks later so not great we not already great. did our uh, bad draft episode but I have a feeling that we can we can have another not one of those great. next F- off season yep 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 anyway, anyway. so coaching coaching yeah, wise because the Jags have already started their interview process which is the advantage to letting your coach go early mm-hmm. in the season. Absolutely. The two that they already have scheduled are with two former NFL head coaches, Doug Peterson, who was with the Eagles, won the yep. Super Bowl with the Eagles, and Jim Caldwell, who had a couple successful stops, the Colts, the Lions. I am fi- I'm ha- honestly I'm happy we're interviewing Jim Caldwell cuz he deserves to be a fine interview. I know if we hired him, I would not be upset about that. It would just be about getting in a young, talented offensive coordinator from there. Right, right. Doug Peterson, I don't want. I don't want Doug. I don't want Doug Peterson at all. Um, the way that that Eagles situation fell apart in two years, I would not want to touch. No, Doug I don't want to touch him. Uh, someone else can take him and realize Someone else mistake. will. Someone else will. He might be the Bears head coach next year. But he might be the Jags head coach next year, which yeah. would be... That would, that would suck. suck. Um, and then they have requested interviews with both Dallas coordinators and both Tampa Bay coordinators okay. and the Packers offensive coordinator, Nathaniel Hackett. I think all five of those are Fantastic. phenomenal Except, interviews. Except um, who's, the, who's the Tampa Bay defensive coordinator? Todd Bowles. Shouldn't, shouldn't be the head coach. Okay. I don't have I had he's fantastic as a defensive Phenomenal. Player. Fantastic. And he wasn't terrible. No. Not terrible as the head coach of the Jets scored. Yeah. Head coach. He was the last successful we, Jets head coach. I think we stay away from him. Okay. The, the other four guys, I'm very interested in. Well Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn, not not I'm not interested you in. Want Dan Quinn, offensive you want an offensive guy. I want an offensive I want an offensive guy and I want a guy who hasn't who I haven't seen. Crashing Failure. and burn their yeah. head coaching career. You know what I mean? So I, yeah. Um, Kellen Moore, just, come on. <clears throat> Byron Leftwich would be cool, though, yeah, as would. a return. Uh, he's the Tampa Bay offensive coordinator, was a Jags quarterback for a long time. Um, it would be cool. The only issue was he was treated awfully there. 
And that was a completely different franchise at the time. Shah Khan was not the owner. Yep. But he was treated horribly. But if he was to make the return, that would be a cool story. And he could stay in Florida, which would be nice for him. That would be very nice. Um, So we'll see. A lot of hope. A lot of hope. I just need to see these guys accepting interviews. Yeah. Come to the Jags. We can change, I promise. (sighs) I think that we can wrap there. Um, yeah, we yeah, will that's... we will do a fantasy corner really quick because I do I do want to talk about my playoff update. Mm-hmm, let's hear it. So first, I, w- I want to give you props because you spent your entire fab saved budget. up saved up all season for this. Spent all a hundred dollars of our free agent money on Jordan Howard, my boy, hey. and I stand by that. Yeah. Um, I stand by it. He got me. He was the. I uh, played him in my flex. Okay. I'm trying to get the third pick in our league because I'm uh, in the, in this particular league. I'm in like the losers bracket, and the way it works is you have to win out to get the third pick. Yeah. Because we don't like people losing Tanking. on purpose. Yeah. I played him. He got six point six points, and that was six point six more points than any other player on my bench because hey, they all scored huge. zero points. Worked out. Worked so, uh, you guys can suck it. Hundred bucks, Jordan Howard, worthy investment. Worth every dollar. Mm-hmm. And you're playing for the third pick. And next I'm week, playing right? for the third pick. It's me yeah. and Caleb. Yeah. So Sam has had success in the losers bracket after a completely awful year. I, I haven't talked to you about this, but it's been you like every early draft pick you made it's, worked out horribly for different reasons. It's been a brutal year. And looking at your team. Before the year, I thought you were the title favorite. I should have been. Let's honestly, it was, let's just. Uh, it was like it real quick. Allen Robinson and Darren Waller in the second round. Kamara, Terry McLaurin, Allen Robinson, Darren Waller, Deontay Johnson, Travis Etienne. Those were those were your first five, six. First six. Yeah, that's a tough, tough. Yeah. Um, it's unfortunate. Kamara is your far and away best. Actually, Deontay Johnson, I guess, is probably the best pick out of those six. Yeah, it was a good one. Um, yeah, it's been a tough year, and honestly, um, I it this season could have ended up differently. Um, the The draft went poorly. I had the picks. I didn't make the most of it. But also. Um, I didn't make any moves during the season until the very end. That is why you had $100 um, left. Yeah, yeah. I kind of... Um, I am a huge fantasy guy. Obviously, me and Oscar are both. And we uh, we play a lot of fantasy. We used to have a fantasy podcast. You should sure check did. it out sometime. Um, but I took, I took a break from uh, fantasy for the most part this year for similar reasons to why I took a break from the podcast. Um, so... And now you might get the third overall pick out of it. Going for and, third overall pick. And, and traded I, for a lot of draft picks. I have a bunch of draft picks. I, so I talked about that on the show already. This is a good point to make. If things don't go well, always next year. Yeah. Hopefully that's the case for the Texans and Jags also. But on to Oscar Barkas's team. Yeah. It's a little differently for you right now. Yeah. So I am in my third straight championship game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One last year and get to play Jackson this year. Yep. Jackson's first ever appearance in the title first game. First one. And it's I will time. be honest, I am very scared. His team is really good. And worse, if I lost to Jackson, that would maybe be the end of me. Yes. Agreed. Um, 
he's got some stellar players. He's got Justin Jefferson. He's got Mark Andrews. He's got Patrick Mahomes. I mean, David Montgomery. He's got players on on the team that are really good that can score a lot of points. I still think you're the favorite to win the title here. It's going to be really close. I think, you t- I think your team um, is better than his. Even than though his I made is. some god awful trades. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but most of those trades had to do with picks and stuff. Yeah. Shout out Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. Um. Yeah, your team's better. Even without Miles Sanders, your team's better. Um, I will say, Joe Mixon's not going to score 30 points next week. No, not even close. So, but I will have Travis Kelsey back next you week. You will have Travis. You will have Travis Kelsey. will not have Mike Williams. But no. that's not too much. So, yeah, I am competing for... Yeah, for... I would... I mean, I yeah, you'll... Oscar is the favorite, I would, like, for sure. But it's gonna. The projections are probably gonna be pretty damn close, though. I think I think that it's gonna be very close, and um, I know that most of the league is not rooting for me, and, and I can't blame them for that. Um, but if I did lose to Jackson, it would be it would be. See, crazy. here's the deal. I'm I I feel worse for me personally because <laughs> um, Oscar's already won a couple of titles in this league, so I can't root for him. Yeah. Jackson is Jackson. Is Jackson. I can't root for him. Yeah. If Jackson beat Oscar, that would kill Oscar, and it would be awesome for everyone else in the league. Yes. But Jackson would win the title. Jackson have, would have a and title, have bragging which rights. would have one more over you. Yes. So, so I'm stuck between a rock yeah, and a hard place. It's a tough spot. I've I've landed on what needs to happen. Okay. Tie. Straight up tie. Exact tie. No tiebreaker, exact tie down the middle. I don't know how that works. I don't know how you would. I don't know how it would. It would probably come down to who. I, honestly, it would probably go down to eventually. If you got that far, um, you would win because you had a better regular season record. If it went that far, yeah. Um, that so this is an exciting week for me. Um, we'll see how it works out. You guys will definitely get to hear about it on the podcast. Next oh, we'll be week. talking about it. We'll be talking about it. Um, yeah, big week. So, um, if you want Oscar to lose, root against Cooper Cup. Yeah, that would be that would be the way to that do it. That would probably do it. However, they play the Ravens this week. The Rams play the Ravens. They do do that. And T. Higgins just had 190 yards and two touchdowns against the Ravens. He did. He did. So big Van Jefferson game or Odell Beckham. I would love that. Please be a big Van Jefferson game. I've started Van Jefferson for the last, like, six weeks. And most of the time, it's pretty good. Yeah. Last week, one catch, six yards. Is what it is. Due for a bounce back. All right, y'all. I think that'll do it. Yeah. Thank you for sticking around this long. Thank you, Sam, for rejoining the podcast. Made my week. Mm -hmm. Made me so happy. I'm happy to be here. Um, And thank you to the listener, as always, for coming in. Oh, sorry. One last thing. cutting me off. One last thing. I apologize. I do want to real quickly say thank you to a lot of you listeners for reaching out to me um, the last couple of weeks. It meant a lot to me um, to hear the kind words from people who I didn't even know listen to this podcast and stuff like that. Um, uh, It was a super surreal experience, um, and I really appreciate you guys. And you're back, so that means you're doing better. I am back. um, So, yeah. So, happy to be back. Happy to have you guys listening. Anyway, yeah, now we can... Now, now we can close out. Yeah, yeah, that's the last thing. No, no, no. I'm glad you I'm glad you interjected. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, listeners, as always, for coming in 
and hating yourselves with us. We will see you next week.